from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offer Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mike, and this is episode 19D. Oh, shit. Am I, I right? That. 190. Yeah, okay, it up. that's funny. <laughs> we didn't look it up, and I was like, oh, no, I'm on the spot. What do I do? <laughs> no, you got it right. No, you're good. 190. I, uh, yeah. Mike, I have... Instead of uh, last words, I have first words. First words. That's a first. first. So I don't forget. Okay. What you got? Okay. Listen up, people. If you don't have a set of like homebrewed or whatever jumper leads to go from your Milwaukee M12, M18, your DeWalt, whatever battery powered tool you have, if you don't have a set of jumper leads that plug into the battery on one side and have uh, alligator clips on the other. What are you doing with your life? So what are you powering with your uh, Milwaukee batteries, Steven? <laughs> I started off trying to use the Milwaukee battery, but just didn't have enough oomph. Um, I have some M12s, obviously that are plugged into Owens or uh, Owens big wheel cars. So his Jeep and his four wheeler both have both run off of an M12 knockoff battery. Um, and then I tried to start the mower tonight with it. Apparently when I ran out of gas the other day, I just left it in the yard and I left, I must have left the key rolled forward, I guess. And so the relays yep. were on. And so the battery was had like 0.37 volts in it. I'm like, well, yeah. that's not ideal. Not quite enough. No, not quite enough. Um, and so I built a set of jumper leads real quick out of some trailer brake wiring. So it's the blue and black wires that you would run for like your trailer brakes. Oh yeah. I think it's 12 gauge. I mean, that's pretty, that's a pretty big wire. Yeah, it's either 12 or 10. I did just barely fit into a blue, uh, like connector to be <laughs> crimped into a crimp connector. So, um, I took a pair of spade connectors and threw those on one end of those wires. And I threw a set of alligator clips on the other set of those wires so that I could jump the lawnmower. And so I tried the Milwaukee first, didn't work, grabbed the 20 volt DeWalt power stack and plugged it in i'll tell you what but that thing fires up good on 20 volts now uh yeah so you're <laughs> connecting the alligator clips to the battery yeah that's not that great of a connection no fired right especially up. not little ones no and they're just, yeah, they're not they're not i guess they're not alligator they are alligator clips so they're not technically alligator clips they're uh from harbor freight also they sell like an outer alligator clip type um the type of, what do you call that thing that the box do you know what I'm talking uh, about? Uh, they no. sell them. They sell nuts and bolts. They sell cotter pins. They sell washers, tech screws. Like it's they just sell a the hardware kit. kit. I don't know. Yeah, hardware kit. Thank you. Yeah. So they sell a hardware kit that has alligator clips of mold of like various sizes and shapes. See, so I feel like know. the right move there. Someone, I guarantee, someone out there makes yeah. like a adapter that just like click it right on there and it does it, and then you just have two okay. jumper leads off it. My thought is, let's make that and run dual eight gauge wire out of the connector to a set of like legit ass jumper leads. You think an M12 battery is going to jumpstart your car? A little guy? M18 definitely will. M12, yeah, M18 is uh, a bit yeah. much. I mean, like how, how much voltage is too much for an automotive uh, electrical system? I left the DeWalt 20 volt tr- plugged into the Jeep's battery for like 10 minutes and that fucker fired up like it had a charger on it. And it didn't fry anything or blow a fuse or anything? that i know of you know all my years is a tech older vehicle, older vehicle but 
In all my years as a tech, I've only seen one car that had an overcharging condition. Customer brings their car and the battery lights on. And I'm expecting like, you know, you hook it up. You got like, I don't know, 11, 12 volts of battery. 17. Ah, 17. Yeah. 17 volts. I was like, oh, your alternator is actually charging too much. So let's replace that. And that fixed it. But I'm just saying like thousands of alternators that don't charge enough and one that charged too much. Yep. The regulator went bad. Crazy. Let it go. Let it go wild. Yeah, Um, I guess so. But it didn't hurt anything. It's the moral of the story. It was totally fine. Pretty good. Matt had that happen on a dump truck he was driving at one point. The regulator went bad. It was overcharging at 18 volts, and it cooked all four all four batteries. Ooh. Yep. They were just boiling away. Took them from being batteries and turned them into hydrogen generators. I guess it's possible the battery might have been bad on that one, but everything else I think survived. Like it didn't hurt any electronics or oh, anything. Yeah. Nothing expensive. It, they don't like charging that high for extended period of time. Uh, I he can imagine. He's like, man, I, I keep smelling like sulfur. I'm like, ooh, that's <laughs> not good. That's a battery thing. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, it's a battery thing. He's like, hmm, jumps out of the truck and he's like, oh, it's pretty strong out here and pulled the battery cover. He's like, oh, it's real strong. I'm like, yeah, don't light a match. Right. <laughs> yeah, a little small hydrogen bomb on your hands there. What fun. Uh, yeah, right. And uh, so, yeah, it was just overcharging. So I got a new alternator and four new batteries and Everything was good, but yeah. So get you some of them jumper leads made up and make you some up real quick because they come in infinitely handy when you're trying to start something and you don't have a jump pack handy. Oh, speaking of jump packs, last time you were on here, you and I were discussing the whole jump pack thing with Mang. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I got, I got this jump pack that I've had for like two years and it works perfect. Well, apparently. The last time I used it, I was starting a Jeep and apparently I smoked it. Oh no. So, uh, it, I think the pack is fine, but the plug-in daily Bob has like a little button on her to, mm-hmm. her, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I had one of those for a while. It was junk. Every time I plug it in now, it goes dee 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 and starts yep. beeping at me. So. Dude, get this. This is awesome. So I might've actually told you about this before at farm and fleet a couple years ago, I bought a jump box just yeah. because it was on crazy sale. So mm-hmm. Schumacher, like it says it makes like 1100 PKMs, but it's pretty small. Like it's like half the size of like a commercial, like the jump and carry 660, like that every shop ever yeah. has. It's like blue, but it's way bigger than like the little guy, you know, that you like put in your pocket that you can jump start a truck with. Right. It's kind of somewhere in the middle, probably weighs like, I don't know, 10, 15 pounds. So okay. like small, but not, well, maybe weighs 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. anyway it was on sale for like 50 bucks this is normally like a hundred and some odd dollars i was like i gotta buy this and it did and it's been great well the other day i went to drive one of the trucks and of course it was dead because why wouldn't it be i never drive my trucks mm-hmm. and i grabbed that thing and i hadn't charged it since we moved and it fired a v8 right up and that awesome yeah i was pretty impressed i was like damn that thing holds a charge like mad that's pretty good yeah uh I wonder what it's using for a battery base. So like the old ones um, that you used I think to go they're get. lithium the, or oh, the okay. new ones are maybe not lithium. They're um, AGM. I mean, yeah, the uh, the old ones used to get. They had like the handle and the, like, the flashlight on the front of it and mm-hmm. all of that. If yeah. you I think if you crack those things open, I think they just had like two of those big ass like uh, Rayovac six volt batteries in them. Oh, I remember those. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like two of those in there. And you're Which like, you that's those? not that good. <laughs> Which, if you take those apart, I think they have D batteries in them. They probably so do, they, honestly. Just, yeah, I know the old Rayovacs did. You could go buy uh, those and strip them open. And you'd have a whole pack of 
D uh, like D batteries. Wouldn't that be Back funny if you took a part of D battery and had a bunch of little batteries in it too? Oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going until it gets a triple A. What's going on? <laughs> oh my god. There's gotta be a better way. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> nope, and the no, thing we were talking about with Ming the other day was he said he hates all battery chargers. And I was like, not nah, oh. battery chargers are fine. I thought jump packs. I thought he hated Maybe, jump packs. Well, I mean, we've talked about jump packs too, but he was yeah. specifically saying he hated battery chargers. Oh, okay. And I was like, no, there's no, they're fine. No. No. I've had everything from like, I should be having this conversation with Ming, but I've had everything from like the shittiest, like $20, like off the shelf. I don't even know what this does. One amp all the way up yeah. to like fancy digital Mac tools, like ridiculous chargers. And they've all just been fine. Yeah. What do they do? They charge a battery. Most of them are even automatic. I have, just work. A, I have a Schumacher out here in the shop that smoked a, uh, I think it's a breaker. Oh, it took out a breaker. It didn't smoke a battery. It smoked a breaker. No, it took a it took a breaker out in the machine, not oh, the like machine. a machine. Machine. I thought you're saying like what it was plugged into, like your outlet. Plugged in here and put on two amp to charge up Derek's batteries over the winter, uh, back in like March or something, and. uh and we just let it sit there and it charged overnight, whatever came back and the truck had still had zero power. I was like, what the fuck? And so I started messing around with it and like you'd tap on it and it would start charging and it just shut right back off. Oh, you like tap good. on the side of the machine again and start charging and then shut right back off. I was like, hmm. So I opened it up and I near as I can tell, I think. Because I feel like I was messing around with it and uh, it was that uh, I think it's a breaker. It's just like a little like tin breaker with two prongs mm-hmm. on it like 40 amp or something i don't know but whatever it is it decided it was done for so i have to either find one of those or buy a new charger darn wouldn't mind doing both i mean yeah. buying a new charger is always fun especially a fancy one yeah it's it's one of the bigger just stand-up guys with the wheels on it yeah i get you yeah i like those ones. i never owned oh, one of those that's what dad had when he was when i was growing up so that's what i always wanted and then he got me one and i was like wait a minute this is different than his and it's because his has all the dials on it that shows you all the mm-hmm. like readings and stuff. This one does not have that. This one has like one dial or something. And it, oh, and it does have like a little, like this, a display, think, not an LCD display, but like a display that's yeah. like a calculator where analog. it like tells you like what's happening. <laughs> it's an analog display with a needle. His has two needles. This one I think just has one. Um, Cause his will tell you if the battery is good or not. And it'll tell you what voltage it has. This one here will just tell you where it's charging. Maybe I don't remember. I think it's, yeah, this one has amps. So this one has amps and his has volts also. I really like the ones with the calculator display because they, at the very least, will tell you like percentage of charge and voltage. Oh, and what's amps. a calculator display? That's kind of fun. You know what I mean? Okay, so like, yeah. is the cal okay? Picture a calculator, like right, like uh, an old yeah. school calculator. What would you call a display? Is that also an LCD, LCD? display? Or is yeah, it, LCD. Oh, okay, I thought LCD was like the computer screen, like very you. very advanced. No. Okay, never LCD, mind. That. LCD is all a liquid crystal display. Okay, then and yeah, LCD display for years. So you, so the ones that you like have actually have an LCD digital readout. Uh, sort of. I mean, it's like a calculator. I wouldn't say it's like super advanced. It's not like I can play a movie on it, but it has like you know digital numbers. There's numbers on it, yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to find the Schumacher. The Schumacher changed their shit. Now they're all like fancy looking and stuff. We don't need a fancy one. So here's what I have now. Uh, basically. So here's what I have I a little, okay, I have yeah. One. I have you the can't. very smallest Schumacher charger that exists. It's like oh, really? the size of like a it's beer can, long. and it charges at an amp, and it says it's automatic, and it works, and it's worked for years. Is this 
Is this similar to that Schumacher charger you have? That's exactly the charger that I have. I have two of those. I have one that's a Mac Tools and one that's the generic yeah. version on Amazon that looks and just like the one you're like really. Yeah. And the difference is the Mac Tools one had like one extra feature and cost like another 50 bucks or something. Like one was 60 and one was like 110 one, or something. This particular one is an Amazon choice. It is yeah. a Clor, Clor Automotive, C-L-O-R-E. Mm-hmm. Clor Automotive 20 amp fully automatic smart charger, uh, six volt and 12 volt battery charging maintainer. It has, is this what? Is this a charger or a jump pack? Uh, I think it's just a charger. I have two of those, like oh, I said. Oh, oh. This is I was I was thinking this was a jump pack. I thought this was the jump pack that you got from Farm Fleet for dirt cheap. No, that think that might that actually also be a Schumacher. That thing is tiny. This is a pro this says Pro Logics. Um yep. is that what you have? Yeah, mine's green, but it's the same charger. I mean, just seeing the picture you just showed me, it's it's yeah. the same one for sure. This is a hundred and one dollars on Amazon. I'm surprised it's Sorry. that expensive. But I think the Mac charger might say ProLogics and the generic one doesn't. So like the branding might be like what made it cost more. I don't know. But either way, it looks exactly like the one that you just showed me. So. Yep. So you can you can get them. They're out there to be had. Yeah, they're a decent yeah. little charger for sure. Yeah. So what else are we going to talk about on this podcast? Battery chargers, more battery stuff. Talk about battery. We definitely battery. talked about batteries and chargers so far uh i don't know i mean i've been off-roading since the last time i podcasted aha and because so i wasn't I, on last week so yeah there's i've been off-roading since the last time you podcasted too since the last time i podcast what since the last time oh okay never mind i was like wait you've been off-road another time i said to jess i was like man i get to go on the podcast you're like i went off-road again and she's like what i'm like yeah and she's like didn't you do that on the last episode? I'm like, yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you forgot that you podcast sometimes. I forgot that. I, yeah, yeah. It's what happens when your weeks start blending together. Right. So, uh, yeah, you went four wheeling. You took. Snow I went day. to. Yeah, I took snow day on a less irritating. Don't get me wrong, course good time, but yeah. because of the tightness, it was kind of irritating. Mm. Grandpa Mike just likes to do trail riding and just tra- just trail riding. Like it's just I good like. Just no, cool it's not that I like to trail ride. I like to rock crawl, and I like to rock crawl yeah. where the obstacle is the thing I'm going up and not fitting my truck between two trees. I don't feel like that's challenging. <laughs> I feel like that's irritating. If the whole challenge is like, "Hey, your truck won't fit through there, go anyway," I'm like, "Oh boy, look at this challenge they could do." No, I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna fuck up my truck and I'm gonna be mad." That's all it is. I want to have to like think to get through something, not just be irritated and break my truck. That's what I say every time I have to go up a rock. Well, I'm just going to fuck up my truck and. Nope. Rocks (laughs) are all the fun and Badlands has lots of them. So I went up the back wall at Badlands on the right side where every, I mean, most of us can go up. Most of the guys we wheel with. And there was a group of guys there. I can't remember if they were in side by sides or something else. Oh and I God. went up it like it was nothing. And when I drove back, they all started cheering. And I was like, what? And they were like, we haven't seen anyone go up that all day. I was like, really? I was like, I've been up that a hundred times. <laughs> I was My like, well, that was kind of fun. They were yeah. just like, so they were so amazed that that big truck there went was. up that flat vertical wall. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. It'll go. Then uh, I tried to do that double step that I did. What? It was a couple of years ago. That I finally made yeah. it up after giving it a hard bump, and I oh, could yeah. not for the life of me get up that because it was so undercut at the bottom. Yeah. So eight out, so bad. 
Yes. That's what uh, Eric was trying to get that. And he's just sitting there just digging a hole and like, and just like, he's just like digging a hole while going sideways down it. So he's just building a trough <laughs> for the water. Yep. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop pretty doing that. much. Yeah. Like it if you don't make it up on the very first, like if it doesn't bump up on its own, you're not going to climb it. So yeah, it was not wonderful, but no. that's all right. Let's see here. Can we find it? No, we can't. What are you trying to find? I am trying to find. I have to first. Is this it? That's probably not it. Is that it? It's not it. Uh, I'm trying to look up the tracking number for. Um, trying to look up the tracking number for my package going to Adams. Adams drive shaft. Oh, you sent them your uh, drive shaft so they can fix it. Yes. Is that yes, going I'm... to be terribly expensive? I'll just back this over here. There we go and track it. And we are currently delivered. It was delivered today at 1118 Mountain Time. So they have my drive shaft. Now, can they by Friday or by next early next <laughs> early next week monday have that thing back in the mail to me that's the question are you going wheel next weekend well one would like to what park did you say you're going to i kind of forgot i if i can swing it and if my drive shaft comes back in i would really like to go join the guys down in missouri at vandy's off-road park yeah for yeah, some reason, I thought you had said you were going to Vandy's, but then someone else said they were going there, and they said a different weekend than you said. Oh, this was in the it was in the Patreon chat. So who the hell knows who said it or when? I but I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm oh, pretty who was sure. it? Was it Josh? Josh. Da da hu ha hu ha ha he he. Oh yeah, that one. Da hu you know how to say his last name, actually, because I have no idea. I think it's Dottenhan. There might be Dottenhan. I think it's Dottenhan. I don't <laughs> anyway, know. he said that, but the day he said, I was like, are you sure you mean this day and not that day? And he was like, yeah, this day. And I was like, that's not the day Steve said. Ah, November 4th. I thought you told me it was the 24th. Uh, I thought you told me you were going, like, what is that, the day after yeah, Thanksgiving or something? The day after Thanksgiving, we're going, but not to Vandy's. Oh, not to Vandy's. That's a different no, no. wheeling trip. That's day why I was confused. After, yeah, it's a different wheeling trip. So the day after... Uh, Thanksgiving, we're going to try to go to Thorns in um, Bedford, Indiana. Got it. Uh, so you're going on, it's on a Friday? Yes. It's yeah, I've never Black had Black. that day off in my life, and I probably want this year either, so oh, probably really? not. And I'm pretty sure I have to work the next day, unless for some reason I get someone to trade me. Anyway. A bummer. Yeah. Actually, what really sucks... I got the schedule, Saturday schedule the other day. My wife bought tickets to a Purdue IU basketball game uh-huh. that day, the day that I have to work on the 25th. She's like, we have tickets to a basketball game. Like, I have to work. She's like, well, that sucks because we have tickets to a basketball game. I'm like, uh. Hmm. So I'll figure that out. Anyway, that's not off-road related. Let's move on yeah. from that. Okay. So I went wheeling. You were there. Yeah. But we went wheeling at um, the Badlands. Cool. Yeah, I wheeled with a few people. I'm going to forget most of their names. I wheeled with a guy named Bobby. Uh, I don't know his last name. Yep. He listens to the He's podcast. A, actually, actually, Bobby Porta Latin is a new patron. Oh, how about that? Uh-huh. 
Awesome. He was a very chill dude to wheel with. He seemed oh, he like is. he knew the park really well. He was like, he's, he's a turtle. just helpful. Just seemed, he seemed very knowledgeable. I should say. Yeah. Maybe he's not a turtle. Maybe he's a chameleon. Why are you using animals to describe him? You know, chameleons, when you watch them walk in like a video and they're like crawling on a branch and they're like really slow going from one, like their foot positions very slow. Have you ever watched that? Oh yeah. I have actually seen that. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Well, that's how Bobby wheels. That's how he, that's how he rock crawls. Very just, slow and methodical. Let's the tires do the work. That's I, the way I would be if I had a doubler. Or you for I'm that matter, sure. right? He does not have a doubler. He does not? No. Interesting. Um, but what he does is he just gets on the whatever he's trying to get on and he just lets those um he's got treps bias, like thirty five mm. inch bias treps. That's the way, man. Stay small tire. That way you can afford those fuckers. Well, you say go small tire, but when you have a big ass truck, you can't really go small tire. You got that wheelbase Uh, and everything else. Right. And so uh, he has those trips and he went up that. uh, I don't even know what the name of the obstacle is there. It's Badlands. Again, you know, we should really work on naming those. Oh, we've been talking about that for years. We just, we need to do it. We need to quit fucking around. You and I need to go out there and just start putting signs up, just making shit up. <laughs> just make our own signs. Don't even care. Yep, just make our own signs and go in there and plant them in the ground. Like, yep, we bought bought and paid for. These names are sponsored by T.O.P. That's hilarious. <laughs> They're sponsored by us because we put up the signs without permission. <laughs> I'll ask somebody. It's funny. Um, anyway, the uh, when you're going to leave the quarry... There's that wall there that everybody tries to play on. Mm-hmm. Well, not everybody. Anybody that wants to play hard. Um, you know well, what I'm talking about? Well, I guess I don't know which wall because there are so very, very many walls. Uh, it's the one that I broke my stub shaft on last year. It's the one that Derek has, I think, made it up. But tries to go up it every time he's there. Oh, oh. is it the one? Okay, so there are two that I can think of. One is... I don't know how to describe where they are. Like if you're I looking don't. at the, the the back wall, the what I would call the back yep. wall, the very big back wall, one of them is on the left and a little bit further back and the other one's on the right, but like quite a bit further back. This is over by the pond. Okay, the one over by the pond I think is the one I'm thinking of. Where did we see a Jeep roll there? Was it a Jeep? Something rolled over there last year, right? Last year? Maybe. I, don't I think that. we saw something roll over there. But if you're standing there looking at the pond, then it's off to your left. Yeah, yeah, I think yep. I know the one you're talking That's about. The exit road that you I've never even attempted that. Have you ever made it up? Uh, I've attempted. I have not made it up yet. And Derek, has he made it up? Derek has. I think Derek has. Hmm. I feel like we got him up there one time. That's good. I don't remember. Maybe not. Either way, um, Jeremy's made it up it. And without winching. And then uh, Bobby in his little 35 have an ass TJ, you know, I feel like maybe, there's, maybe there's a trick to that. Now, hold on. Uh, I think it's a TJ. Uh, maybe there's a trick to that. Cause you know who else has 35s on a TJ and does really well. I do not. Rich, rich has 35s on a TJ and does really well. That thing does just kind of go everywhere all the time, no matter what. It maybe does. that's the trick is get rid of your rig and we both get <laughs> Jeeps. Just kidding. You already yeah, have I a Jeep. Get TJs. Do we both get TJs? Yeah, I'm and then we just go wherever we want all the time. Lock them on 35s and call it a day. I would just buy a TJ, lift it like two inches, I guess. I don't know. Weld the front and rear disc because that's how I roll. Uh-huh. And then I just go everywhere. 
without thinking, right? Uh, I need to apologize to Bobby. Why? It's not a TJ. What is it? It's a JK. No way. I think it's a JK. It's a Tudor JK, yeah. Oh. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to uh, set you back in time a few years there, Bobby. It is. It's a two-door JK, and I'm my, now I'm now I'm second guessing. I think they're 35s. Maybe they're 37s, but I feel like they're 35. Um, of course, he's not cool enough to hashtag his his tire size in his thing because this isn't 2014. Um, yeah, I wish I knew what size. Anyway, either way, that is the way to do it. Apparently. You just get you a two-door Jeep and some really sticky tires, and you can go everywhere. It's true. <laughs> I'm never going to buy a Jeep, though. I'm going to keep being angry that my truck doesn't fit anywhere and go that route. As you should. I'll bet you if I scroll through the old internets here, uh, I bet you I can find where he put his tires on, maybe. And then maybe I'll get a answer as to what size they are. I mean, you might. Are you on his Instagram page? Is that what you're checking out? Yeah. What yeah, is his Instagram oh, handle? Uh, what is it? It's a uh, Thundercom JK. He's got a nice no results found. Thunder. 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 T h u n d e r. Oh, Thundercon. I thought you said com. Yeah. C o m. I got it. Found um, him. Thundercon. Um. I can yeah. follow. Man, he's got 5,000 followers. He must be popular in the off-road world. Eh, it seems like a good guy. That's probably it. I mean, he's definitely a good guy, but I just... I think that's like, like Derek-level followers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is that what Derek's at, 5,000-ish? I don't know. I guess we could find out. Let's search he's, him. How can he's man. Here, man. Derek has 5,900 followers, yeah. Yeah. Yes, popular, popular off-road fella. Yeah. What's old? Uh, what's old of uh, uh, Jade up to now? What's she up to for followers? She's been pushing oh. the internet hard for a little bit. It, what I don't know what her thing is, but I'm gonna. Oh, no name off-road babe. I should have yeah, known no, that. No name off-road babe. That's her. Twenty-five hundred. Right. I mean, she's, she's no gone. Derek. Okay, here it is. I finally, finally, I think this is the same. So he's on Cooper's here in this picture, um, and it says hashtag JK on 37s. I'm going to guess that he's probably still on 37s. So 37-inch trip bias um, on his two-door JK. It may have a smidge of a bit of stretch to it. Pretty sure it does. It does. That's how we get those approaching departure angles. Another hashtag of stretched JK. So, yeah. Fucking Jeeps right, so, just going and doing well, stuff. It that's weird because it just when he pulls up on an obstacle, it doesn't look like it's that big. It's probably just because so low. I think he's just really low. Maybe he is. Yeah. Low and the wheelbase is short enough that he still doesn't have any problem with breakover. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not that it's like crazy short, like 90 inches, but it's also not like 130 or something. It's just like probably, I don't know, I just over a hundred, maybe. I'm watching a video from 2021. He's down at Hollerwood uh, off-road park and he pulls up on this ledge on a waterfall and he must have, I don't, I don't, I don't have the volume on, but I'm guessing he told everybody to get the hell out of the way because everyone went running and then all of a sudden he just launches up this ledge. He must have a roll it's cage a, that he trusts. It's a, he does. It's a big, he ledge. does. <laughs> it's a good size ledge. Yeah. 
Watch this. Yeet. That dude takes off running. And then yeet. Wow, he did not mess around. Okay, so I that's lied. the funny thing is you, you're talking about him. You're like, oh, yeah, he's got this Jeep on on little tires and it just goes everywhere. It's like, no, his tires are one inch shorter than mine. And he's got like no wheelbase and no weight. He can just do whatever he wants. Uh, yes. And yeah, apparently I'm talking about Bobby, but I actually just don't know anything about Bobby. So there's that. I don't I know do. anything about him besides I wheeled with him for an hour at the Badlands and he seemed like a cool guy. There was a fellow named Sean there, too. Didn't catch his last name. Uh, his girlfriend was being very she was being very, I don't know, cordial, helpful. Like every time we were doing something, she was like trying to help or spot or just, I don't know, in general, give people information. She seemed really sweet. Or and nice uh, there was a lady. I wish I could remember her name. I think I mentioned her to you. Mm. Like something. It was like a, kind of an unusual name, like a name you don't hear a lot, like Cynthia or Cindy or. Claudia, no, no one, Claudia. Yeah, you remember that. Yeah, I remember that one for sure. I don't know. She seemed pretty cool. Uh, I think that They're Jeremy lying. knew her because they were talking about like some stuff she'd gone through. She was in a stock JK okay. that was open, open, and mm-hmm. she said she used to have like a built rig on tons and forties, and ended up getting wow. rid of it. And yeah, interesting. But, yeah, I wish I could remember her name, but she was pretty cool. And then there was a fella in a a TRD Pro Forerunner. Don't remember his name either. Met him, you know, once for a minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wheeled with that group and Eric and Eric's friend, whose name I don't remember. He had a square body, but yeah. he doesn't really take it off road. And he was really worried about body damage. So he ended up going a different way than us. And then we spent like half an hour trying to find him. <laughs> That's what Eric was. We were just telling this conversation. Yeah. On the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because he like the locker broke in the rear. Yeah, it wasn't fun. I mean, it might have been like a G80, which you know, obviously if it broke, that's because of course it did. It wasn't but. even, I guess it was like, no, it's an actual, I think it's an actual locker. Oh, okay, uh, good. And it broke to the extent that he didn't even have rear wheel drive. All he had was front wheel drive. Oh, wow. That's bad. Yeah, it, it broke. Okay. So, broke, broke. Yeah. Eric said when they went to put it on the trailer, it was just pulling, pulling with the front wheels. Wow. Mm-hmm. Brutal. So anyway, I wheeled with that small group of people. In the morning, because somebody wasn't there yet. <clears throat> you, you got it. You got your. Did you clear your throat? Yeah, I, I got it. I got okay, it. Good, good. So, anyways, uh, that's who I was wheeling with. Uh, we wheeled a pretty small trail. Uh, it's pretty tight, but you know, doable even for a full size because Badlands is like that. And uh, eventually, we went and tried to find Eric's buddy and found him. And then it was time to go to the dunes and get some T-shirts, and we did that. Yeah. And, you were there at that point, so. And I showed up, yeah, and I brought, and then Jess and Owen showed up. Yeah. And we got t-shirts. I can't even remember the rest of the day. I remember that it was pretty, you know, typical Badlands. Uh, ate some food, went to the quarry, did a bunch of rock crawling, had some fun. Badlands yeah. is just fun. Yeah, went to dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a good day of wheeling, and nothing, you know, nothing crazy, um, Nothing broke, which was nice, at least for, for me. My truck, I drove it to the Badlands, I should say. Yeah, so I lived pretty close. I was getting ready to ask uh, you, drive it there? Yeah. And just under half an hour, so I drove it there, uh, wheeled. Dude. I borrowed Dude. your more flight because I still don't own one to air up so I could drive home that night. And, and how was uh, that yeah, It was great. It was like, whoa, under five minutes to get me from like six to 25. Yeah, something probably like that. I don't know. I, I just it might have been more than that. I had, a, I had a beer too. Not going to yeah. lie. But you know, just enough that I could still drive home. You didn't have two beers while I was airing up, that's for sure. 
No, definitely not. No. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good day. It was a good day of wheel, and there was nice weather. Like, I mean, it was a little... Is a little chilly, but like I guess you kind of want that when you're wheeling because you're not hot. It better be a little chilly than a little hot. Yeah. You know what? I'd have taken a little bit warmer, so I got the doors off. My exhaust is still trying to gas us out. Oh yeah, you can't have that, especially with the family in there. I know it's that was the problem. So um, what? You just got some pinholes? You get a you got a sop up, or you need to exit no, it later? No. Or? I need to exit it later for one, um, and then for two. Uh, the biggest problem I have is well, I think the biggest problem. I have, is that uh, those sweet seals it's that I bought the rubber grommeted? It's got a steel ring on the outside and then it's got a or an aluminum ring on the outside, and then it's attached to a rubber gasket that seals around the tube that I have going through the floor. I know you're looking at me funny. Uh, I guess so anyway, for what, what tube is passing through the floor? The tube that my um, anti rat bar is attached to. Oh, that's right. It had to go up through that's the floor the, because of the, because it's so low. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it had to go, and so then the tube goes through the tun- the transmission tunnel, and that tunnel where the where the tube goes through that tunnel, um, I put two of those seals that's on there, and those seals that's are not doing their fucking job. Well, you need your exhaust to exit completely out the very back. You know, what I just thought about having your I exhaust wonder- exit out the very back. Yes, that too. I wonder if I could just go ahead and so I cut that hole so that the tube would go through there and then the seal zits would seal it. And like, that's a pretty cool design, whatever. I wonder if I could just either a just seal all that back up with a weld because who cares mm-hmm. and B just cut out on either side of that tube of the transmission tunnel and then just make like a hot dog shaped, like a hot dog bun shaped piece of steel and it's and just, just your floor now and, and then the floor just has a, a u in it to go yep the tube goes over it picture exactly what you're saying and then all of that yep. is just outside the truck no the other direction oh that would no that wouldn't work that way it would all be inside the truck your anti-rat um, bar would be inside the truck or outside the, the truck not, not the anti-rat bar but the tube that is in the floor that the anti-rat attaches to that's what i mean it would all be outside the cabin not be it would be all inside the cabin what do you mean how can it be inside the cabin if it's attached to the rear axle steve i have no pictures to show you you have to go to my instagram to try to to try to to try to find those pictures i don't even know if they're on instagram okay it's attached to the rear axle and somehow it comes inside the vehicle yes so the anti-rat bar is attached to the rear axle it comes forward the shackle comes up through the floorboard and the bushing that the shackle attaches to is attached to an inch and three quarter tube that is attached to the floorboard inside the vehicle. Now we're in the footwell of the driver's side. Yep. That tube is welded to a plate on the floor like a roll cage would be. It goes over. It has the bushing hanging off of it for the for the shackle for the anti rat bar. Okay. Then that tube carries on and goes through the transmission tunnel. Out the other side of the transmission tunnel and ties to the floor on the other side. This is all inside the vehicle. So the only thing outside is, of the vehicle, the only outside of the vehicle is the shackle and the actual anti-rap bar itself. Okay, but it has to be able to move up and down. The right? tube I'm talking about having an issue with does not move. Oh, it's not okay. See, I'm picturing moving oh, parts, and I'm like, okay. um, you can't no. just seal it this, off. Like this is essentially like you would put it on your vehicle. You would just put a tube between the frame rails to attach your anti-rap to. 
You know, if you needed that kind of thing. This is essentially the same thing, except for it's inside the floorboard because I wanted it tucked up so high. Oh, then yeah, you could just seal that off. Yep. Yeah, I could just literally cut the transmission tunnel and put a hot dog shaped piece of metal, or I could just weld it all together. At this point, now that I know what I know about it, I know that it's not going anywhere for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And even if it has to, it's not that big a deal. So I should just take a um, take like a plasma cutter or something and cut an inch and three quarter hole into a piece of metal and then make it bigger and then just weld all of that into the floorboard. Paint it. Call good. Sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. And then no more exhaust in the cabin. Although I still say run your exhaust all the way back. Yes, absolutely. No, the exhaust going all the way back is definitely on the list. I would like to have to get a hold of Roger and see uh, about dropping it off over at Reds. Throw it back on the trailer. But the problem right now is I don't have a rear drive shaft. Not that that's the end of the world. They can drive it around Reds with just front wheel drive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure about putting it on the lift. It'd probably be fine. Fine-ish. Why couldn't they put it on the lift? Be fine. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, Matt had his uh, blue one on the lift. It was just fine. I'm sure they could figure it out. Absolutely. Um, I'm. They do dualies. That'd be fine. So outside, uh, there's no way a dually would fit in their shop. Maybe it wouldn't. I'm just crazy. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they pull on the lift. So yeah, I'm gonna take it over to Reds and have them do run it out the back. I already Good talked idea. about. Yep. I may just have them. I don't know. I don't know what my plan is yet. I was like, I was thinking I'm, I may just have them redo the whole exhaust, but I'm not sure yet. It wasn't Monster. terribly expensive when I had them do snow day, dual exhaust all the way from the headers back. You did it's like 500 bucks. When did you do that? I don't know. Last year. Oh, really? I guess I, I literally, I brought, I oh, like bolted nice. manifolds to the engine. The ones off the 91s, they're nice yep. and clean. Mm-hmm. I got some new collectors, some new hardware, and I just handed them to that. And I was like, everything from here back. And I was like, it's just got to be tucked up high because it's an off-road rig and the quietest mufflers you have. Done. Done. <laughs> and the exhaust has never seen a rock because it's super up high. Helps having a body lift, obviously. Yeah. And uh, it's nice and quiet. Mine is tucked up tight, but it's not tucked up tight enough. And I'm wondering if I should put the... I bought a catalytic converter for it a couple of years ago. It's just sitting in my garage. Why? Uh, to put it back on there. Just to be nice to the Mother Earth? I guess so. Okay. I was feeling empathetic that day. I guess. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, we should definitely just have a catalytic converter on there. It's not going to hurt anything. And it won't smell like raw fuel. So that's a plus. It'll make it a little that, quieter. That actually probably would be nice, even on snow day. Well, I mean, I'm granted, I'm yeah. not going to go out and buy two fucking cats, but I'm just saying that it would be nice to not have the raw fuel smell. I probably smell. bought too cheap of a catalytic converter. It was like 50 bucks off Amazon. Oh yeah, that's a piece of junk that's probably going to just clog and cause you all kinds of issues. Is that the problem? I mean, a cheap catalytic converter will either clog or do nothing. Most of them just aren't efficient enough. So, like, say Mm -hmm. you are replaced. Okay, so your cat got stolen. This actually happened at work recently. Cat gets stolen out of a truck, and the shop decides to put an aftermarket catalytic converter on it. Great, except for it's not efficient enough. So, it's still setting codes for catalyst efficiency, even though it's got a catalytic converter. Because the genuine one is very good, and the cheap $50 one doesn't really do catalyst stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it so have enough platinum or whatever. Yeah, it's just not really doing its job. Or on the other hand, it could be such a piece of junk that it like melts and creates a clog. And then of course you'll have like an issue with the, your truck running right and everything. Yeah, to cut it out anyway. So all right, so somebody who is smarter than I, let me know more information about a catalytic a catalytic converter that would be ideal to put back on to put on there if I wanted to put one on there. I don't know. 
Yeah, just, just a, a decent one. Like, do you have yeah. a monitor for it? No. You have that deleted or something? No, it's a 95. Oh, it's OBD1. I wasn't sure if it was. Yep. It's right on the cusp there. 96 was the first yep. year that it was required, so I didn't know. Yep, yep. it's an OBD1. Very hard to read anything off that thing. It just runs, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just thought about putting a cat back on it so it didn't smell like raw fuel. I think that was one of the biggest things was I was wanting to drive with it with Jess, and I didn't want it to smell like raw fuel. I'm kind of scrolling on Amazon looking to see if there's any, like, notably more... Well, why are you looking at car parts Magnaflow. on Amazon? Why don't you contact Complete Off Road? They can probably sell you a catalytic converter. It's not junk. Magnaflow. That one's That's probably, probably not junk. Yeah, California grade universal catalytic converter, four hundred eighty dollars. See, there you go. That one's ten times as much. I can put ten cats on there for that. <laughs> I'm about I to once put a cry once. <laughs> I'm about to put a quick change. Yeah, that's true. And it has a heat shield on it and everything else. It's probably not a piece of junk. It's probably not a piece of junk. You're probably right. Just saying. Just Oof. saying. Is it worth a 400 is a $500 cat? Or just run the exhaust out the back, which would cost you way less than that, and just do nothing else. Also, It's also, an off-road rig. Yeah. You make less emissions than a Prius does because of how little you it, drive it. It was more the the raw fuel smell. But yeah, I'll run the, I want to run, so... When it comes to the exhaust on that thing, I want to run that exhaust. Um, what I'd like to do is get rid of the hitch, cut out some of the body, get those bumper mounts put in there that I bought no fucking year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, get those slid inside the frame rails, get those bolted in, and then I can design a bumper. The I, what I'd like to do ideally would bring would be to bring that exhaust out and tuck it up into the bumper essentially, so it's way back as far as it can be, and. and and up high. No, that sounds right. ideal. Right now, you don't even have a rear bumper, right? You just have the hitch. Yeah, no, no rear bumper, just a hitch. So you're gonna just build a custom bumper that kind of fits the shape of the. Yep. Yeah, that sounds Something great. You should do that. You've, that hitch has been on there for so long. You're probably going to cut it off. That hitch was on there when I got it. That's what I mean. It's been on there. Like yeah, I see that hitch, and just like good every time is, I see it, I'm just like, man, that should go away. The good news is that hitch has been very helpful. Well, yeah, it's definitely your rear recovery point. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's helpful, but still yeah, time to go on it and everything else. Time to go. Um, yeah, I'd like to do. I, I bought all the shit for a bump for bumpers and I got the um, I've got D ring mounts, the big um, what do you call those clevis points? Um, I've got a couple of different ones of those at the house, I think. And um, all I need to do is put just get some two by four tubing and some bolts or some or a welder and just start going to town. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You should just start cutting hey. stuff off and build some new stuff. It won't even take you long. It will not. It won't take too long. I don't, I don't think. Yeah. So I need to do that and make a rear bumper and then cut it out for the exhaust and figure out how I want to run that exhaust past the gas tank, the fuel tank there. And then once I have all that figure out exactly how I want it, I will have reds throw some exhaust on there for me and bada bing, bada bang. Should be good. That sounds perfect. Sounds way better. So did I tell you about how I mounted my toolbox? In snow day? Snow day. Where? In the bed or in the side? Inside? It's inside. Okay. This is the one you had mounted in there before. (laughs) It's the same toolbox I've always had. It's just like a red, like carry around craftsman toolbox with way too many tools in it. So it weighs like 70 pounds. And I had yep. it on the floor before mounted to like a bracket that I had fabricated and it kind of worked, but now the roll cage is in the way. So I said yep. to myself, well, I got to bring tools to me. If I'm going to drive it to the park, I have to bring tools. So 
I don't have a good spot for it on the bed. Plus, the box isn't really waterproof. And even though I feel like tool rolls would be like ideal because, you know, yeah. you can just like roll them up and put them wherever. I was like, this is all I've got right now. So where am I going to put this thing? I set it on the back seat and put the seat belt on it. So you're thinking like, OK, but this is a toolbox. It's like it's going to move around. Right. So yeah. the bottom strap like goes across like the front of the drawers okay. and the top strap just like barely catches the edge. And goes that thing didn't move all day. It didn't, I was bouncing up rocks, going down, left, right, just about tipped the dang thing over. That toolbox didn't move an inch. You didn't roll it. I didn't roll it. Now, if I rolled it, it might be yeah. a projectile and it might like knock me out. That's a 93. No, 94. Four. That one. Yeah. So it doesn't have car seat mounts in it. It doesn't. Although I have one of those. I got it for oh, the, yeah. the other 94 so I could put Elliot's car seat in it where it just like goes up from behind. You could buy another one of those and then do a couple of uh, ratchet straps, maybe. Yeah, not ratchet, not ratchet straps, but like the pull straps. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, oh, um, it's like a ratchet strap, but it doesn't have instead yeah. of the ratcheting part. It's just got the little like thingy that you release yeah yeah that i was thinking you could do that and you could just bolt those to the side you know bolt one to each side of it and mm-hmm. then clip it around there and just pull them cinch them yeah. down it's not a bad yep. idea good to go i was thinking that since i've got the roll cage back there i've got something to weld to i could even just like even as it sits just mm-hmm. weld something to the roll cage that like folds over and like touches it so there's just no way it could go anywhere <laughs> i don't exactly know what it would be yet but i just feel like there's like got to be a fairly simple solution yeah there's got to be something back there you can put you can attach that to because it's actually in a pretty pretty good spot like i can i can take the back the passenger seat and put uh-huh. it forward and i can like get on my knees in the back seat on the floor and actually get all the tools right out of the box okay so it's not even that hard to access and it keeps it out of the elements which is you know one of the big things Nice. And it's unused space anyway, unless someone's back there. But right. so far, no one's ever been back there. So, Mike's yeah. so funny. It kind of works. I still need to figure out a cooler mount that both yeah. looks good and doesn't get stolen. <laughs> That's so. Did you not post any pictures of the cage of it on Instagram? One photo, I think. And it's not even off road. And it's not like, yeah, it's not even off road. And. Like it's, it's just one photo of the outside of the cage. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. I was looking yeah. to see. I suck. I know. I don't Instagram near as often as I should. Yeah. Or as maybe, well. or maybe uh, I do it exactly enough. I don't know. Limitless fabrications. Now, if you want to, yeah, if you went to his Instagram. Yeah. That's where we're going to go. I want to see the back seat of the cage in the back seat again. Uh, yeah. Does he have photos of that on there? He, I think so. Yeah, okay, it's just a crossbeam inside. Uh, yeah, there it is. Okay, so yeah, I was thinking you could mount it. Like, you still want to have it so there's, like, passengers, though, right? Uh, I want it to be possible to have passengers. Man, you know what would be cool as shit? Tell me. If there was a way to get a pack-out, like, base-type deal that you could bolt to the bottom of that toolbox... They would lock into a packout system. Oh, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, like you could just bolt it to the bottom of the toolbox and then like mm-hmm. it would just lock in. And then where your uh, where your tubes come down towards the floor in the middle. Yeah, you could, you could mount all of that apparatus there. 
but it would be like right in front of the how seat. Well, a, how did you have it attached before? The toolbox? Yeah. I there was a couple threaded holes in the floor. They were factory. Yeah. And I just basically built a little tray that the toolbox fit inside. And I had a couple of wing nuts that I put through the side of the toolbox so that it would, would couldn't come up off of it. Uh-huh. And then I just welded something to a bracket that went into those bolts in the floor and just bolt, put a couple of bolts in it. So there's no way the toolbox can move. Can you do that with the cage where it's in front of the seat? Like in the middle mm, of the seat? No. With the oh. console and the cage, it's not... I mean, the toolbox would be sitting much too high and too centered to fit. Okay. Okay. I guess now if I put the seat up, I could do it, but then the seat wouldn't be, you wouldn't be able to just like easily put the seat down, Mm -hmm. which is why the seat is, which is why the toolbox is sitting in the seat because it just sits there. Sits there. Hmm. I don't like it. Let's just put a seatbelt on it. Just put a seatbelt on it. Yep. And like I said, until you roll it, it's totally fine. Didn't move all day. That's it. Yep. Uh, Also, um, when you go to do that, make sure to bring a, or like go to Walmart and buy a $2 bath towel and put the bath towel under the toolbox on the seat. You know, I've actually been thinking about getting like a big cutting board or something. Cause I'm sure that it's like messing that foam up sitting there. That's the, that's my thought is like, so when I do like Owen's car seat in my truck, I put mm-hmm. a, I put a folded over a truck, a triple or quadruple folded towel underneath of it. So, so, so it's not mess up the upholstering the foam and everything. Yep. It's a soft transition off yeah. of the car seat instead of a hard transition. And uh, just to try to save the seat to some degree. So it doesn't look like I had a kid back there forever. Dude, they sell these things. They're like almost like that. a board with like some mesh on it or not mesh, like some sort of like kind of rubbery stuff. Uh-huh. I put one of those in the 08 and I've had, I had a car seat back there for, I don't know, damn near a year. And I took it out and you couldn't even tell. That's wild. Cause it's got like a hard bottom to it. So it like spreads the load instead of like the two things digging into the seat. Yep. And it was cheap. You know, it's like probably like 20 or 30 bucks on Amazon. It just mm-hmm. does a trick. Saves your seat, like you said. Child car seat protector. Yep. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. That's, uh, I basically just build that with a towel. So I guess towel would work too. It seems to work. Pretty. It's decent. I don't know if it's perfect, but it's decent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but get one of those things for the toolbox and that way it doesn't leave a perfect square in your seat. Yeah. That's there forever. It's 70 pounds. <laughs> it is definitely digging into the seat. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. Um, so right on, man, I just had a, an, a I just had a thought, just had a thought you could cut two slots in the back, like in the sides of the toolbox, uh, right towards the, right at the back wall. Almost. Okay. You could cut a couple of like inch and a half tall slots that wouldn't hurt the toolbox any, right? Because the tool drawers mm-hmm. are in front of that. Yeah, exactly. And then you could route the that strap we were talking about. You mm-hmm. could route that strap directly through that. Oh, yeah, through one side, not the other, and and then use that car seat uh, attachment to cinch it down. It wouldn't go anywhere. No, I wouldn't even need the seatbelt. Probably not. I mean, I still have that one. It's just sitting in the shop. I don't use it. The only time I'd ever use it is if I needed to move Elliot in one of the old trucks. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I could just use it. And then if for some reason I need to just take it out of there and put it in another truck or something. He's never mm-hmm. ridden in snow day other than just like on the property. I've never, never driven yeah. anywhere with him in snow day. Oh, yeah. It's getting pretty close to time to take him four wheeling. Yeah. Just about. Hey, he's almost can we, two. Can we put a car seat in the back of that thing? Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. In the middle. 
Probably. For sure. Facing forward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, facing forward, he might even fit on the left or the right. But regardless, I'd probably put him in the middle so I could see him. Of the middle. He would love the middle. Yeah. He's like, woohoo. Look at all the yep. things I can see. Yeah, it's almost that time. How old is he now? A year and a half? He's 18, 19 months, oh. something like that. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. no, yeah. let's see, three, three, ten, something like that. Yeah. When's his birthday? March 2022. March. Now it's just Crazy. October. June, July. That's just over 18 months, 19 months. Yeah, 19, 19-ish months. Perfect ripe old age to go four-wheeling. Yeah, I'll probably wait till he's two. Really? I don't know. I mean, he's already forward-facing, but I don't know. Patty's just yeah. worried about his like his little neck. Yeah. Getting bounced around. Maybe I... He probably would be all right. He's done yeah. a lot worse than get bounced around in a truck, that's for sure. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Jess is all worried about it. what about his head? I'm like, you think falling face first on the on the tile floor in the kitchen right on not concrete or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things just bounce back. It'd be all right. But yeah, the neck thing would be like the, the real concern, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, Patty is a person who's had multiple concussions, obviously yeah. worries more than I do. <laughs> yeah. Understandably so. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the whenever she's comfortable, I think that's when I'll take him out. So what's your next planned wheeling trip? I don't have any currently, surprisingly. I'd really, I've been wanting to go back to Missouri for a long time. I'd love to go to like some more flat nasty. I haven't been, or even after that matter, Moonlight. Although I've been there much more recently than the other, uh, for munching ones. Vandy's Uh, is in the same neighborhood. Well, I'd be probably down to go to some Vandy's too, except you guys are going super soon and I don't think I can swing it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. When did you I'm say you're going on. November 4th? November 4th. Not this coming weekend, but the following. Oof. Yeah, that's real soon. Yeah. I mean, sir. I don't work that weekend. Gosh, I don't know. Could I make that happen? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only Saturday. There's nothing on my calendar. I'm like, damn, what I make? Um, what, uh, what's on your to-do list for Snow Day? Oh, man. Let me see. I actually have it on my phone on the front page because I'm like constantly looking at it. Uh, mount cooler tools spare. So the spare is mounted, but it's mounted to a ratchet strap that just passes between the two uh, bed kickers or bed sliders. You know, you get a I'd like mount. something a little more permanent. So I think yeah. I need to like weld some tabs to the bed and have like a ratchet strap that's like dedicated for it. It just like comes like straight up and over and mm-hmm. down. So just a little bit more clean. Could you just do a piece of like all thread with a plate and do it like that and just put a nut on it? Like a wing nut? I could. Is there a problem for that? Is there a problem against that? I guess the only problem would be if I ever wanted to use the bed for anything else. Oh, I guess, but I see what you mean with a piece of all thread. If I just welded a nut to the bottom of the, the yeah. bed, so then as soon as I took the all thread out, then yeah. Yeah, you, there'd be yeah, nothing. You. So actually, that's a great idea because then if you just take the all thread out, then there's nothing there. Some half inch all thread should be plenty. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. I kind of like that, Steve. Thanks. Okay, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know what you could also um, do to uh, potentially reinforce that is you could get a piece of like one inch black iron pipe and you could make a bushing that is the same height as the wheel to the bed distance. And so when you thread in your all thread, you put your piece of pipe on there and then you bolt the wheel down and the wheel will bolt tight to the all thread. So it actually like cinch up instead of the bolt just compressing the tire. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and then the the then your wheel will be bolted. Will be the wheel will be pushing against the pipe and the bed at the same time. I I feel like maybe that would help with like 
the sheer of having six inches of all thread sticking out. That is a good point that you make. Maybe yeah. that's you don't need to use inch and a half black. Or iron, use yeah. gigantic all thread, like one inch. Get the biggest nut ever and like and go to, to the, the bottom center there. instead of lug nut hole. Yeah, well, that's what I would probably do. Center and just get like a little plate that like sticks down yep. into two of the lug nut holes. I actually might have some more grinder plates here that would probably look work perfect. They're five eighths center hole, mm-hmm. and they are. Uh, it's for a nine inch grinder to go over the cutting disc, and I'll bet you I think they're three inch diameter, so it'd be perfect. And they're and they're like coned. They're like hmm. stamped a little. Interesting. Bit. Yeah, that might that be perfect. perfect. Either well, on three top. inch diameter. I mean, the hole is oh. huge on those, but oh, 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 eight not, on six and a half. Oh yeah, duh. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's a massive hub. Yeah, it's a yeah, like a four and a half inch hole. Something like that. Yeah, yeah that won't work like that. Sorry. No, but that is a neat idea, though. I like it. Yeah, that's what you kind of need is like something like that. I wonder if you get. Oh, hey, I got an idea. Okay. Massive one inch all thread. Okay. Yep. Hear me out. All right, ready. And then, and then. You just mysteriously make a balancing cone from work disappear. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to use that one anyway, right? No one, no one brings three quarter ton trucks into a Toyota dealership. <laughs> you get another one. Just you get the one that's perfectly made for it. <laughs> I've used it before too to balance something. Yeah, probably the wheels on snow day. <laughs> I'm not even sure I've balanced them since I've had. Oh, it must have. Well, maybe I have. Oh, maybe I balanced my trailer wheels. I don't oh, know. They have a pretty yeah. big hub too, which is weird, but not that big. It would be funny to hijack. <laughs> to have yeah, right. You just have a hunter part. You, you can get on Amazon and buy just the Atlas ones. That's true. I could just buy it. Um, but you need something like that that's maybe not quite as heavy duty. I wonder if you get that in plastic. Oh shit, that'd be perfect. Getting like a heavy duty plastic, it just has a one inch center bore, and just slide it right down on there and put a nut on it. Yep. Done. Or better yet, have one that's steel. And just have like a handle welded to it so I can just roll it on there like a spare tire mount, like in a trunk. Man, you here's what you need to do. You need to go measure what that uh measure the outside diameter. Okay. Yep. Or the, uh, sorry, the inside the diameter. Inside diameter. Yep. Measure the inside diameter of that hole. And then measure the distance from the wheel mount surface or the outside of the wheel mount surface to the bed floor. And then you just need to have Mang print you <laughs> this specific cone. But the cone actually goes all the way like, to the floor. It goes all the way, almost <laughs> within like a, quarter, like a half inch of the floor. And so when you bolt the cone down, it tightens down it's to the floor. It's so silly. If he, the, prints it, if he prints it in 100% he, or at least the center shaft in 100%. He can't print something that big. That thing would be massive. It'd be like, it'd be like it, have two you feet tall. a giant blue penis? It is way bigger than that. It would be so how, much bigger than how that. Tall? Huh? How tall would it be? I said two feet, but that's not true. It would be a foot and a half tall. What's what's your backspace on your wheel? Four and a half. Four and a half? Yes. And then maybe add let's add two inches to that for tire bulge. Okay, still it'd be it'd be a foot tall. Seven inches. It'd be a foot tall. Why would it be a foot tall? I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just wrong. Quit being crazy. It's like seven inches. Okay, whatever you say. Do you tell your wife it's a foot long too? She believes it. <laughs> I'm just like, don't look, just feel. She's got a degree, not a tape measure. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, that would work. That would work perfect. Mango, Mango, get your ass in here. We got to talk about this. 
Um, yeah, do that. Dude, that would be sick to have that. That would print. be interesting though, because it'd be kind of perfect. Yeah. Because I think the chode's eight inches tall, and Maybe eight inches print wide. something that big, but that wide uh, too though. Yeah, so it would just be a, a round. It would look literally like one of those balance cones, except it would just be longer. Yeah, it would just be like it. The taper would be like forever. Yep. Like it would and be. Like, you yeah. knew exactly what the distance was from the bed floor to the outs, the top of the wheel mount surface where the lug nuts seat. Mm-hmm. If you knew what that distance was, you could put a lip. You could make it taper down to like the mm-hmm. floor, and then put a lip, but then leave a half inch from the floor, so that when you bolt it down, it smushes the tire a little bit. Yep. Done. I mean, it's not a bad idea. Oh, it's it's badass. It would. I'd have to reprint it when I get a new spare because right now my spare is just a super worn out kind of junky. Well, okay. The, assuming the side the sidewall was the yeah. same height or same whatever yeah. thickness, like eh. He'll just print you a base washer. Just print me another. Yeah, there we go. Perfect a base washer. <laughs> oh my god. 100% so anyway, base washer just goes down first. Mounting the spare, mounting the toolbox, which I sort of ish have figured out, and then of course the cooler. I need to figure that out. Oh yeah. Um. Other same than that. Thing. Huh? Cooler, cooler be the same thing, but on the other side of the seat. Do I just drill a hole through the center of the cooler and have a gigantic cone no. hold it down? <laughs> took a second. That took a second because at first I was thinking you said drill a gigantic hole through it, and I was thinking the toolbox. So we're gonna run the strap through the back of the oh toolbox. <laughs> no, that's actually a good idea with the cooler. Well, I Could like I put the, the cooler on the seat on the other side? I like the old thread all the way through the top of it better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. all thread <laughs> the cooler idea inside i actually kind of like because oh. it wouldn't get stolen and it'd be accessible from inside the truck what kind of cooler is it it's a orca oh orca it's nice it, it's a really nice cooler is it like a roto uh yeah yeah okay. it, I, my mom gave it to me as a gift because she's a sweetheart yep sure enough orca coolers look at that images what size did you get Ooh. uh Instead of 40 quart, that seems big. It is, I don't know. Does it have know a how many quarts it is? Does it have a steel handle on it? It does not have a steel handle. It's got two like kind of nylon guys. Okay. I, I wish know. I knew what size it was. Or if I cooler. About that size. I mean, it's kind of a mid sized cooler. It's like a 40 quart would be like kind of a mid size. I think it's like probably a 40 quart. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks like. I'm almost positive it's a 40 quart looking at photos online. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay. Yep. I'm looking so, at the same photos you are on their website. That seems like a pretty good size cooler. And also, also, if that's printed, if that's roto molded like any other cooler, yeah. it has tabs. It has tab. It has tab openings in the side. Yeah, it has yeah. little tab openings. And actually, somebody makes there's some yep, company that makes right really there. fancy locks for these. Have you okay, seen those? So fuck the lock. What you need to do is build so same concept as the other side you may actually have to make the bracket for the behind the seat mm-hmm. you may have to fabricate that just use sure. a couple of like, u-bolts i mean just and, whatever uh, i mean yeah and so then you make so the little holes in the side here right there and over here yeah there are sides there's holes there so you make a piece take a piece of one inch strap steel and bend it into a u-shape so it locks into that mm-hmm and then probably I would run it down out of the cooler, maybe an inch or two, and then have, and then have bring the, it back at like a forty-five at to the 45, back of the seat. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you could just make it so you could like, bro, that's the way. Shit, you could make it bolt in. You could make it bolt in at that point. Yeah, where I could easily take it out. 
pin in. Make it so. Oh yeah, so I could easily just like two pull two pins and pull the cooler out of the truck, which is obviously ideal. That would be sweet and And easy. And the nice thing about that too is like currently the back seat is so underutilized that I'm like, oh, I have this stupid extended cab and there's nothing back there, and like, what am I doing? And then I have all the stuff on the bed. You need a piece of like quarter inch thick, basically cutting board that's the same size as the seat. Oh, and just lay that across the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody needs to cut me a huge piece of Delrin. Yeah. A sheet, a sheet of Delrin. Plastics would have that for you. I don't even know who that is, but you could do like Plexi. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't matter as long as it's, I don't know, even an eighth of an inch thick would be enough. Like just something, just something. Um, And then you could do the car seat right in the middle. That's genius. I don't know. The cooler might be too big. Yeah, you might have to you might have to kick the cooler way off to the side. Yeah, and, and with the roll cage there, it might not fit. Yeah. Oh shit, the roll cage there. Huh? Can you? Yeah, that's another issue. Is like, will it open with the roll cage the, there? Can you utilize the roll cage? Oh, Mike. If I didn't can have the back seat back there, there'd be a million options. But the back seat exists. Hold on. Can you utilize the roll cage as the mount bracket for the cooler? If I want the cooler to be like hanging out in the air or something, weld a tab. No, just weld a tab so that when you like, so you can bolt the cooler to the, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I thought about that too, but the toolbox, mm. like the roll cage exists. And so obviously you can weld things to it. And so, like, can I just do everything with something on the roll cage? Yes, maybe is the answer. Yeah. The two, the toolbox, I wouldn't be so concerned about because it kind of sits back in the seat. But I was thinking you can move the cooler if the cooler will move all the way to the, to the armrest. Oh shit! New idea. Yep. Put a put a captain's chair in the middle of the back, and on the left there's a toolbox, and on the right there's a cooler. Shit. Just take the bench seat oh. out. Have it be a three seater instead of just a five seater. No, run, run to the junkyard and get one of the uh, forty slips. I'm just gonna oh, get a blue oh, OBS oh, captain's oh, chair and put it in the back. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool too. <laughs> Could that work? Could. Can we pull that off? I think so. Will it be the right? You need to start getting some measurements together, right? That'd be that would free up a ton of room because now you don't have to contend with the back of the seat. Exactly. There'd be tons of space back there. Or actually, what would make the most sense is don't put the seat in the middle. Put the seat on the side. Well, for the the middle would be better for the passenger. For space, I feel like it'd be better on the side, like for legroom and stuff. Maybe I don't know. But the only passenger you're worried about currently is your existing passenger. That's true. Your Your little one who has a seat. Yeah. What about a jump seat from like a blazer? Oh, the ones that like fold down that are on the side. That's just like mm-hmm. chills over there. And they're tiny. They're like, they're, no, really, they're really tiny. I remember riding in those as a kid. You hate your life. No, 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 no. Not, not those ones. Not those ones. Not the <laughs> S10 back seats. Oh, the S10 back seats. Oh. What I was thinking of. No, no, no. The, the K5s had a like roll forward. The passenger seat was just very basic. Hmm. Yeah. I guess I don't remember those. K5 blazer. That would be an interesting option, though. Um, good lord. Not cooler tool spare. You know so, what it really needs? So, I mean, basically, oh shit. Bucket seats, GMC. So they're just they're just super basic. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get you. Come on, camera. Yeah, no, I'm. I can see it perfectly fine, what dude. Got it. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, small, it's even blue. Just yeah, it's even blue. And these are these things right here. You can have them today for a mere six hundred and fifty dollars plus shipping. Is that all? <laughs> Maybe a little pricey. eBay eBay's a little crazy. That's because they're nice. Yeah, and they're and it's well, eBay, so obviously everybody's gonna. They're for it says they're for a Blazer Crew Cab Truck GMC uh, seventy three to eighty seven and, and ninety one. Still seems really high. I was thinking they're like a specialty seat. They're really not. They're just some generic ass seat, which is exactly what you need for a, a kid's car seat. But let's go to the junkyard and get one for five dollars. Not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Dude, did I tell you there's a junkyard like really, really close to my house and they have like 100 OBSs? Really? Yeah, it's called Driscoll Enterprises and it's like interesting. u no, it's not a U-Pull. It's interesting. It's a, it's a like you drive there mm-hmm. and you ride with a guy like out to the truck that you want or whatever vehicle you want. And like you like, like that's the part I'd like and they'll pull it for you. Can I rent that guy for an entire day so we can just go scavenging? Uh, Yeah, I don't know about that. But <laughs> they, I asked them like the place looks tiny. Like you drive by and you're like, oh, they have like 100 cars, maybe. Yeah. No, 100. Like, oh, yes. It's it's crazy deep. So like from the road, it looks like a really tiny junkyard. But yeah, once you yeah, like not. really like get in there, I'm like, oh, my God, this goes on forever. So we went so out there and, like some old trailblazer. And I was like, I need these two parts. It was simple shit. I needed a washer cap and I needed a mirror cover because snow day has been missing like the mirror base cover forever. Oh, I was I like, you. it just drove me nuts. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's all I need. Like literally. That's so all I need these little plastic parts, the washer, washer bottle cap. Yep. I lost it somehow on the trail. I just got back home and it was gone. So whatever. They also said that because this is Indiana or maybe it's just because they're cool, they would take the van without the title being in my name. They're like, you have a clean, clear title that's signed. They're like, we'll take it. And I'm like, great, I'm bringing it to you. So I've actually already loaded it. It's on the trailer right now. That's awesome. Yeah. I pulled the wheels and tires because they're like brand new, like 1030 seconds. So I'm going to sell those out. Right. And then the van is going away. Driscoll Enterprises Auto Salvage LLC. Mm-hmm. Where's it at? Oh, it's on it. 25. Yep. Oh, I don't want to see pictures of it. I want to see the location. Quit being a dick. It's it's the closest junker to me. Yes. It's in, that's I'm in not even sure there are any other ones in Lafayette. Oh, oh. Anyway, that's the closest one I found. Dude, that thing's not far from your house at all. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Don't don't tell everybody exactly how far it is. Everyone's going to come find where I live. Yes, that's what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. When you drive. Oh, I've been by this. I had no idea. You probably drove by it on the way to my house. Absolutely. Yeah, I've driven by that a lot of t- a handful of times. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I had no idea. Wow. Tons of OBS. I went back there with them. They've got like a whole section of OBS. It's like as far as the eye can see OBS. How far does it go into the trees? It goes pretty far. I was going to say like a lot of this looks like it's wood covered and I still see vehicles back there. Yeah, it was it was pretty far. Jesus. So if you need some OBS parts, they probably got them. I don't know how rust free they'll be because it's an Indiana junkyard, but just saying. They had what I needed. I didn't know they had any because, like I said, it looked like a tiny junkyard. So I called ahead of time because mm-hmm. they're only open, you know, business hours. Just gonna have to leave work to go there. And I was like, well, uh, you guys think you got the stuff? They're like, Haha, yeah. I'm like, okay, if you say so. <laughs> you need a you need a washer cap and a mirror base, bud. <laughs> but, I mean, just the thing is, a lot of junkyards don't have OBS anymore because they're getting to be like old enough that they're 
starting to get rid of them. Like uh, even Coltis doesn't have as many yeah. as they used to. Yeah, not near as many as they used to. Which I don't think they're probably not, probably not coming in as much as they used to. Which is good. It means we're going to start getting into the old LS platform trucks in there. I mean, nothing but 99 to 07 trucks in the junkyards. Wow. It's going to make LS swapping even more popular than it already is. And it's already very popular. Yes. Yes, it will. So uh, that's what you have on your checklist. Mount your spare, mount your cooler, mount your toolbox. That's the whole that, checklist. That, no, hell no. That's not the whole checklist. Oh, the, let's get on with this. The next thing. Okay. There, there's some stuff on here that I've wanted to do a long time. Like, yeah, I need to do a transfer case skid. I need to do the Dana 60 eventually. Um, those are big projects. Yeah, those are big projects, but there's not really a lot else on the list. The that rear desk with parking brake has been on here forever. The mm-hmm. only other thing that I really need to do that's like getting to be like an issue. My rear shackles are almost gone. Like they're mm-hmm. so bent because they're just factory shackles that I flipped when I did the axle when I did the shackle flip. Yep. And they're so bent that they're like leaned over, like just oh, they're so, so bent. And the leaf springs are pretty tore up. The bushings are destroyed. So basically, I need to replace the leaf springs and the shackles. Derek has given me a set of new body style leaf springs out of his truck. I think he has I'm, some deepers or something. So he gave me those. Oh. And uh, I'm going to get some already super shackles. Uh, they're actually like fabricated instead of like, you know, stamp yeah. steel. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, springs what and shackles. Uh, you know, I don't even know. Okay. Uh, I looked at them a while back. They look like they would do the trick. Oh, these oh, super, super shackles. Yeah. Super shackles. I need to do all of that same shit on my ride. I thought you put new shackles on your truck not that no, long ago. No, I got all that shit and haven't done it yet. I just need to have a solid, like, three weekends with that Jeep and a welder. And a plasma cutter, the whole back of it. I just need to rip the back end apart. The problem I have now is we've gotten so big with the supply side that I can't work on my Jeep in the garage here anymore. There's no room. Oh, geez. That's no good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not, not bad, but it's not, not ideal considering I want to tear it apart and, and like redo it, but I, it's going to take a lot of time. I just wish I could have it tore down somewhere, but I just don't know where to tear it down at the moment. Damn it, it looks Michael. like. A set of four and a half inch super shackles with greasable shackle bushings for 133 bucks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a little pricey for shackles, but not bad. I mean, they're fabricated. They look like they're pretty nice. Already makes good stuff. Man, I mean, I'm only... not dead set on these. It's just these are the ones that I found that looked the best from what my limited research was. You're glitching out. They're so quarter inch steel. I'm glitching yeah. out. Yeah, you're glitching out on my end. It's just That's, your video. Your audio is fine. Oh, well, I don't care about the video. Yeah. Click off your video for a moment, then click it back on. You're, I can oh, maybe not. Do maybe that. Let, me, let me just. Oh, damn. I missed it. <laughs> you were doing like a digital dance. It was getting getting wild. Oh, that's fun. Get yeah. better internet, Steve. And maybe that's the case. I don't know. It, it ain't me. Right, turn your video back on. Let me see if you come back. Now you're normal. Okay. Perfect. So anyway, uh, if only you could win the Patreon and then buy some shackles with it. I can't win the Patreon one because everybody would lose their damn minds because I'm a host. <laughs> and two, I'm not in that tier. Oh, close. Close. So I, and I, I would be except for I'm specifically not. So I can't win. Yeah. 
Damn it. That's the like, worst. Did, did Meng win it already? No, Meng, Meng will be the last ever to win it, ever. But he's the producer. Aren't people going to lose their minds if he wins it? Yeah, that's why he'll be the last ever to win it. It's going to have to be after all said and done, he's the last patron. He's the last patron. His, uh, I, I his award-winning they, novel, The I Last Patron. I think he's going to write a book on that, The Last Patron. Yeah, he's been yeah. talking about it. Yeah, so... Um, yeah. As far, I don't, I got a fucking laundry list still to do to that fucking Cherokee. But it's sitting in the side yard. It needs to get pulled back in the driveway. That was the plan for yesterday and it didn't get done. So I need to get it moved back into the driveway where it belongs. And then I need to get to work on a few things. I don't remember what I put on my list. Oh, you don't have your list ready at hand. Right here at the top of the list. Drive shaft. (laughs) Drive shaft. Well, you're taking care of that, though. Yeah, well, it's, it's in progress. It's happening right now. Yep. Uh, let's see. Jeep fix after core. Power steering cooler. Check. Exhaust run out the back. Not correct. Not check. Uh, dash wiring. Still not check. Steering wheel. Check. Um, radio in the dash. Check. Uh, did not put the winch in yet. So I need dash wiring. Passenger seat install. I'd like to put my other Corbo in there at some point. Oh, you currently just have one? Just one. The other one's sitting over here in the shop. It's like, Does it require fabrication or is it bolt-in or what? I think that I can take the factory lower seat base and build a bracket off of that and bolt it to the core bow and just be done. I so think. when you say the factory seat base, do you mean that it'll have the factory adjustments from the seat base? Yeah. Like it'll go forward some macros? Slider, yep. yep. That's kind of nice. Pretty sure you can unbolt the slider base and take my whole seat off and then bolt the new seat in there relatively close. Is that what you did on the driver's side? No, the driver's side had a bracket already. It came with a bracket? Mm-hmm. Does it slide? Okay. Yep. But the passenger side one didn't just didn't come with it or what? It didn't come with a bracket, yeah. That's strange. Probably a 70-some-dollar option. Oh, so you just didn't want to buy the fancy Corbo bracket. I didn't buy them, so... Uh, who was it that bought those? Robert, uh, Chin, I think it is. Uh, bought it originally, then sold those to uh, Kevin Ramirez, and then Kevin Ramirez sold slash traded them to me for parts. Okay, I get you. Yep. I still feel like you should get the bracket, and I'll tell you the reason. Okay. Snow Day seats are sloppy. Oh. Because they're in a trail rig, like you can grab the seat when everything's like fully like latched in, like move it like an inch in every direction because everything's just kind of worn out because mm-hmm. it's a trail rig, right? A street driven rig wouldn't get this. But right. I feel like the Corbo mount is probably like a fabricated mount. It's very thick, you know, not it just like thicker. stamp steel and like old worn out bushings, like mm-hmm. what you're planning on mounting your Corbo to. I feel like you're going to be like, oh, that seat is kind of sloppy. No, maybe your brackets are better than mine. Maybe snow day seas are particularly heavy. I don't know, but I'm just saying that it would be better if you had like a nice solid mount for your seat. Yeah, that's all. I'm not saying they're going to like come loose and you're going to go through the ceiling or hit your head or something. I'm just saying they're like my, if they're anything like mine, they're a little sloppy. Yeah. I don't know if it would be or not. XJ bracket. I'm just saying for 70 bucks for the peace of mind, I would do it. I wouldn't even think about it. Liberty. Not to mention it would match the driver's side, which would be nice. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Keep it clean. Oh, God, is it expensive? 
Corbo sells a fucking seat bracket that is listed as Jeep Liberty. Mm. That's hilarious. I wonder if that's what it's for. The Corbo Jeep Liberty 02 to 07 seat brackets are manufactured direct bolt in 07 or 02 to 07 Liberty. The fuck out of here. I can put Cor- Corbos in the Liberty. Uh, you definitely should now because, you know, you can. Yeah. Four uh, front and rear. Zuki. Oh, my God. They make so many brackets. BMW, Plymouth, Pontiac, Chevelle. Holy cow. Can I get an XJ? What's him listed as Jeep Cherokee? Probably. I should have just searched Cherokee, not XJ. That was silly. So. uh, Yeah, it looks like the brackets are basically 139. And not super cheap, but. Yeah, not super cheap. Probably good. Uh, I mean, I don't look like they're anything special. It looks just like a factory seat bracket. I think it's literally the factory slides. Like a set, a set of factory slides for something. Um, Hmm. They use the same slide on every seat bracket, it looks like. Man, I still have not found one for a Jeep Cherokee. Do they have pages upon pages of seat brackets? That is absolutely insane. So they have the ones you need is what you're saying. Great. Perfect. You're doing it. Yeah. So far, I've been through 200 seat brackets and I've yet to find the one for the Cherokee. I probably probably just missed it or something. I don't know if I'm going to order that or I may try to fabricate it for now and just see because I think I can fabricate it for like 10 bucks. Exactly. I mean, if if it's going to work and you're seat mount isn't sloppy yeah. for whatever reason i would just do it but right mine works so here we are um so yeah that's uh okay back to the list the list here um rear shackles uh rear bracket for the scrap sack i'd like to buy one of those light brackets that that um trevor has for those two little pod lights it bolts to his license plate bracket and or like it is a license plate bracket so to speak but it goes up on either side of the of the license plate and it mounts two pod lights. I think that would be the perfect location for a scrap sh- a scrap sack. Oh, okay. So yeah. I'll buy one of those and then put it and then hang a scrap sack from it or build one and hang a, sap- a scrap sack from it. The uh I install my winch, clean the engine bay, clean the air filter. Oh, check. Remove CB, no skid plate, no seal the floor with fat mat. Nope. Um bleed the complete brake system. I can't call that gas cap check. Okay, there you go. That's what needs to be done currently. That's not a terrible list. I can't even give my CB away. Steve, did you see that? I posted my CB on the trail riders page saying I will send this to you for free. Just pay shipping and not one hit. Wow, that's wild. I was like, I'll give you the it's a it's a Cobra CB. I was like, I'll send you the cable, the antenna, the whole nine yards. You can have it all. And they're like, nope. I even tried to give it away for free. At the Badlands, I was like, or here, I was like, you can just have this. Anyone can just have all of this. Not one penny hand it to you. And everyone's like, nah, I'm not really into that, bro. I'm like, OK, I guess CBs are, are completely worthless now. So yep. just non-existent. In the offer I guess world. I just throw it away. Like the things I don't want to throw it away because there's nothing wrong with it. But also, like, I can't even give it away. So what do I do? 
I don't know. Put it in your do like every other person did with every CB ever and just stack it on a shelf somewhere and let it get dust uh, on it. I have so many boxes <laughs> of useless parts, though. I do have boxes and boxes and boxes of useless Surely parts. Somebody wants that. Nobody wants it. Huh. Well, I try to give it away at core. I try to give it away at Badlands. Maybe now that it's on the podcast. Maybe somebody will want it. Okay. Well, if you can find my post, scroll, just like search, go to the Trailblazers page to search CB or something, or search for me and you'll find the post and then tell me that you want it and I'll send it to you. I need a flange to yoke measurement for your drive shaft. We, we went over this, Chris. So just say, so type per my last email. Yeah. Are you doing it? Are you typing per my last email being extra dick? Initially (laughs) when. Hold on. Um, Initially when we ordered it, we ordered it 42 inches. Okay. You want a different length now? No. Oh. So just tell them that you just want it the same. I just got this random email or random text message at 901 from Chris. I need flange to yoke measurement for your drive shaft. And I would think flange to yoke would be the flange of the transfer gauge to the yoke on the, on the rear end. And I now believe, when, what uh-huh. does two yoke mean? Is that near the center of the U joint or? Huh. I'll double check when I get home. Guess I'll I'll measure that again. Um okay, yeah, uh, can you double check it? Adams wants it. Man, if they're already asking for the length of it, that means they've already taken that sucker and ripped her apart and they're ready to throw a new piece of DOM in it, put some paint on it, and send it back. Dang, they just got it today? They just got it this morning at 10 a.m. Damn. Yes, sir. So let's go. Sounds like it. Put a piece of tube in that bitch tomorrow. Get that fucker put back in the mail and ship it back. I have that motherfucker back here by early next week and throw it in there. And then it's a mad dash scramble to figure out if I can go four wheeling. Sounds like it. I like it. And I'm going to sleep in my truck again. My gosh. I actually love it ever since, uh, well, this past time did. So I probably haven't talked to you about that. I think I told maybe the people on the podcast, uh, Brendan recommended folding the seats up and then laying down the, um, there's like a panels that flip down on the floor to make it a flat floor in the back. You're saying that's a factory feature of that truck in the Ram. Yeah. When you flip the fold when you fold the seats up, there's a, a, like a plastic, I don't know what you call that. Uh, floor that flips over and it's got feet on it that stand up in the footwell and it, it turns the back into, seat. It's a full flat floor. Yep. In really? The back seat. Yep. And it is the exact width of a sleeping bag. Huh? Yep. So I did that last time and it was quite cozy. Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad. I mean, you're out here. It's got to be better than my topper even because you're actually in some insulation, too. Yeah, well, fuck, who cares about insulation? I just reached forward and turned the Jeep or turned the truck on. I mean, that too, I guess. As long as nobody's camping too close to your tailpipe. Here's even better than that. Even better than that, just keep the keys on the center console and just remote start it. And it'll run for 15 minutes and you go back to sleep. Good point. Yep. So, um, yeah, I did that. 
uh, at core or not core. I did. I did do it. I actually, I did sleep it in the back of the truck at core, but I slept on the back seat. And then um, at the Badlands, I slept on that flat floor and that was pretty nice. So all I need is a nice thick pad to put down in my see bed. This thing you're talking about Ram rear Seat, flat. Plateau, plateau, maybe. I don't know what you would call it. Oh, the thing I'm looking at is definitely aftermarket. That's not what I want. Oh, okay. How to fold down back seat 22 Ram 1500. Is that the video I want? Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm just trying to figure out. Like, I can't quite picture what you're talking about. So, oh, that's definitely. Yeah, that's all aftermarket. How do I show you what I'm looking? I'm just going to look at a 22. I assume it's the same. Should be. Okay. I'm sure. Why is this a minute? Okay. It's only a minute long. I was like, how long is this video? Why is it? Why is it 73 minutes long? Oh, that's intriguing. There are very, okay, here it is. Here's the platform. So that's what it looks like when you fold it open. Weird. Yep. It's convenient. Look how much grocery you can get in that. No, I mean, that's uh, I like it. So wait, where do the seats go? Where are the seats in that photo? In so in this photo, this is the back of the front seat and mm-hmm. that's the base. That's the bottom of the rear seat. It's flipped up. Oh, so the bottom flips up. Yes. And then the bottom flips up and it all just kind of folds flat against the back wall. OK, and, and then, then you have that platform. You, yeah, okay. you see that. I see, the see it now. In the middle. Yep. That seam, this piece here folds flat right there underneath the seat bottom when the seat sits down. I get you. Okay, that's right. awesome. And the sleeping bag it. fits right there. And you just have to bend your legs just a little bit because it's, so slightly. it's like I five foot six in there or something. It probably is right at like five, six. No, it's probably right at five, seven. But with my pillow, I can't I don't quite fit perfectly. Darn. But it's good enough. It's solid. It will definitely work for what I need it for. If I sit like if I sit at a little bit of an angle, with my feet towards like the driver's seat and my back mm-hmm. against the, the back seats, I can fit just fine fully, like legs fully extended. Nice. Yes, it is. It's perfect. Um, and I can just if I go get me a piece of like two inch thick foam or something, I can put that back there and I can load all my bags and everything I need onto it. And then come nighttime, I can move my bags and stuff up to the front seat or into the bed mm-hmm. yep. and then jump in and go to sleep. It's uh pretty solid. Dandy. That Ram, I'm telling you what, there that Dodge Ram pretty sweet. That Dodge Ram. I'll accept it because <laughs> you called it a Dodge Ram. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I like that feature. I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty fun yeah. and cool. That is cool. Um I wish my truck did it. I'm just happy to have that truck, man. I just get in that thing, put the trailer behind it, and I just mm-hmm. off we go. There's something no about a, a modern pickup that you do something that's not well. Yours is fairly stock, but it's something that's at least stock-ish that you can yeah. just get in and start and just drive it, and you know it's just going to work and it does what you need it to. And the crew cab would work fine if it was designed, if it had just a couple more things designed around towing. Integrated trailer brake would be nice, but it does have a trailer brake now, so that's it's there. Um, and then having a little bit higher gear and having a few more transmission gears would be really convenient. Oh, and maybe an extra 200 horsepower would be nice too. I was gonna say, yeah, having more power <laughs> is probably the main thing there. Yeah, yeah, that that Ram does not care that there's a trailer back there, whereas the crew cab was like, <laughs> it could do without. Yep. How much, uh, how much horsepower does that Hemi make? 395. 395. Damn, what's the torque number on? Uh, 400 flat. 
So it's like around 400, 400. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't mind an extra 70 horsepower in my pickup truck. That'd be all right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's decent. I'll bet that it I'll bet it hauls pretty fucking nice. 395 and 410. Wow. Those are some good numbers for a stock pickup. Yep. With uh that's enough power for this powertrain to tow up to 10,600 pounds with mm, props. Look at you. And, it, and it, yeah, fuel economy can comes in at a and an EPA estimated 22 miles per gallon highway in 15 city. Okay. Steve, we need to I think yeah, we need to get like, the heck out of here. I, I don't know how long we've been recording for, but I feel like it's a long time ago. Oh, shit. Two hours. No, not like two hours. No. But like an hour and 40 minutes, probably. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. We should, we should stop. Boy, we've just been here just, jam, just yammering. We've been jamming. So should I stop the recording or maybe just let it go and just they can edit that out? We're going to do the, the closeout and then we'll, then we'll start a new one. Stop and start. Okay. I will after stop this we, after we do the stuff. I know we got to do the stuff. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll stop the recording. Okay, so thanks for joining us for episode 190. We just, Mike and I were just talking. I don't feel like there's any dead space, really. We're talking about stuff the whole time. Yeah, I mean, we just talk. Automotive related. I hope you enjoyed this extra long episode again. Sorry, Uh, maybe we should get better. I I should have set a timer. Uh, No, it's okay. I just, you know, realized it and figured I'd say something. You're like, oh gosh, it's a long time. Yeah, I was thinking that about 10 minutes ago. Go check out Complete Off-Road if you need anything for your rig. As you just heard, Chris is working after hours to, on my uh, drive shaft warranty. He got through Adams, and so uh, we're working on getting that sorted out. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate your hard work, and I appreciate you getting that done so quickly. We had the we had a, I think within the day, he uh, called in for a warranty. We had all the information, and we were able to ship it out the next day. So check out complete off road at five, six, three, five, eight, three, five, three, six, three, or on the web at completeoffroad.com. You know who else Brawler you should check off-road. out? Sorry, yes, I thought we were going to stagger. Are we staggering oh, or you just want to call all of them out? No, hey, you know who else you should check out? Brawler off-road for all of your recovery gear. You can get your winch lines, your saw shackles, your tree savers, all the goodies. You need a fair lead. They probably got that too. And, uh, the stuff's good. We use it all the time. It's all great. No complaints. Let's go. I like it. I got a brand new crawler off-road uh, winch rope sitting in the shop along with a brand new 10-foot tree saver. I can't wait to put a crawler off-road synthetic rope on my trailer winch because I pulled that van up on there the other day and it was so bad. The cable? <laughs> the cable. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Ooh. We'll get it figured out. If you need to get your shift together, you should check out Rad Designs. Rory builds some of the coolest shifters in the industry. And as you know, I have one in low-key, and it's fantastic. If you have a shipbox dumpster like mine, you should do it because it allows you to use physical first. One of the many things. It allows you to use physical first when going down a hill so you can use uh, utilize your engine braking. And it also allows you to have a full manual, uh, like basically a full manual valve body. And um, it also has a switch that you can wire in to go right back to a stock style shift pattern. So it has many options. It's a super nice piece of work, uh, fully made out of stainless. And it comes basically ready to run. All your stuff is there. You just install it. The install took me about two, maybe three hours. Wasn't too bad. Um, so yeah, make sure you check out Rad Designs if you need to get your shift together. 
Who else should they check out? You should check out. You know who should check out Morphlight? I should check out Morphlight. You should. Because you know who I should check out Morphlight. Who's that? Jade. Oh yeah, I saw her posting about that earlier today. Hey, about yeah. uh, what Morphlight do you have and why? Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. Just get one. They're all good. Although the 10.6 PSI Pro is the way to go because who doesn't like to air up their tires in a few minutes? <clears throat> right. And just go do something else while you're doing it. No, stare at it the whole time so you can be like, wow. Oh, if you're going to do that, you can get just a regular 10.6 oh, okay. compressor. Yeah, you can stare at that one the whole time. It won't get upset. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I need a more. I'm going to keep saying it forever. I've been saying it probably since the podcast started. I'm going to keep saying it. I need one. I'm probably not going to get one, but I need one. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. So, yeah, check out Morflate, M-O-R-R-F-L-A-T-E dot com. Who else? Who else should they check out? You know, if they had to get their Milwaukee pack out on or they had to axle swap a vehicle, you should probably check out Off-Road Anomaly. Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> Jacob Signature first. Series. Jacob. Jacob. Oh, that's right. Jacob. <laughs> I'm sorry. You should, you should go check out Jacob. Uh, and check out what he's got there. He's got gussets and fabrication brackets and all kinds of fabrication parts, depending on what you're trying to do with your vehicle. Um, you can definitely find a lot of what you will need there on his site at offroadanonymous.com, along with all of the amazing packout stuff. In fact, I installed a packout cup holder. Oh shit! Where my original shifter used to be, and wow. I'm pretty, I'm pretty satisfied with how it looks and how it should function. So uh, I'm gonna make that a more permanent installment. Wow! And, yeah, and I'm then jealous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get me a Milwaukee Packout Cup, and I'm probably gonna polish it. Can you polish this? Are they just you have to like strip the whatever it is on the outside of it off? Yeah, is it powder coating? The base is plastic, so I just need to be careful down there. Oh yeah, probably. But other than that, yeah, 100%. I can definitely polish that. I'm jealous. That's another one of those things that I definitely need and I'm not going to buy. I get that. But I'm, I'm going to buy it. I'm just not going to buy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I like it. Uh, is that everybody? Uh, I guess as long as uh, we're talking about people that we like, we could talk about Summershine Supply. Oh, yeah. Damn, in case you want to get your shit shiny or hey, clean or polished or just any rig. of that stuff. If you need to clean your rig after you get off trail, make sure you go check out summershinesupply.com. We've got six liquid products for $99. That is our best price on that. We also may, in the very near future, roll out a couple of other bundles uh, for just detailing if you don't need the metal polishing side of it. But we have Tire Shine, uh, which is a water-based product you can use on your interior. It's good for everything, rubber, vinyl, and plastic. Don't use it on carpet, upholstery, or your beard. And... We have a ceramic for your paint, which is ceramic coating, just a top coat. You can throw it on there. It's a it's super hydrophobic. It's got UV protectant. And then also it has um, it's just going to make your life easier to clean up after you get off trail. We've got our relentless all purpose to clean your interior and your tires and everything else with before you go putting your dressings and coatings on them. And then we also have our good soap wash and wax, which is just a super low, it's a low pH or no pH. I don't fucking remember what I'm trying to say there. Doesn't matter. It's fine. A soap that is designed not to fuck up your paint or remove any waxes. And it's um, it's good to use on polished aluminum, stuff like that. So it's not going to hurt it any. And that's all the that's all the detailed products. Well, we have a bunch of like stuff to go with that. We got brushes. We got horsehair brushes. We've got 
wash mitts, foam cannons. We got a foam cannon for 2000 PSI, a foam cannon for 4000 PSI. We have our two metal polishes. We have everything else to do metal polishing as far as buffs, compounds, sandpaper. Mike, we sell it all. We are the Walmart. Apparently. Yes, we're the one stop. Just one stop what? Did you stop saying things? Or did I lose you? Uh oh. Steve locked up. I can't hear anything Steve's saying. I don't know what happened. Steve, I don't know if you can still hear me, but I cannot hear you. I'm not sure if Craig is still recording you. Well, hopefully we can edit this out. Oh, yeah, he's gone. He's gone. And he's back. Grief. Lost you there for a minute, bud. I know. Did I lose you again? Hello, hello. Thanks for joining us for episode 190, and we'll catch you on the trail. (laughs) Before it shuts off again. 